Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which is 6.40 in the morning Pacific time, 7.40 Mountain time, 8.40 Central time, and 9.40 East Coast time. If you're here and you're with us live, great. If you ever miss these calls, you can pick them up on sound, S-O-U-N-D, cloud, C-L-O-U-D, put in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and TR90, and these calls will pop up. They're now archived back more than 10 years. If you get your podcast through a different podcast service, if you put in Frank Lomas and TR90 or Frank Lomas and Solutions, the digit for anti-aging, they could well pop up as well. Frank says he's been noticing them popping up elsewhere, so keep that in mind. With that being said, for those of you that don't know who I am, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon, welcoming you to this call. And if you're listening to this call as a podcast, if you want to catch us live, if you dial into 1-712-775-8972, and when it asks for the code, put in 910022, you can join us live. We're thrilled to have you with us this morning. So I, I am out of Portland, Oregon. I come to you with an education background in that I am a teacher and uh, huge interest in both health, nutrition, and exercise and only because I had grandparents that did not have the best of health when I was in high school and then kind of frightened the heck out of me. So then I decided I was going to do several things that would um, be preventative. And so eating right, exercising, those are all part of that. And when I came into the TR90 program, I was absolutely thrilled because while I didn't lose any weight, because weight is just a number on the scale, I did lose inches. I, in about six months, I lost 20 body inches. So it's real important that about once a month you stop, you take those measurements. If you've got a, like an Omron scale that gives you both the, your muscle mass versus um, fat percentage as well as your weight, that's the best kind of scale to have because that gives you a, a more true picture than just a regular scale that just gives you a number that says, oh, you're however many pounds. So with that being said, when you're first starting out with that TR90 program, taking your supplement 15 to 20 minutes before a meal is optimum. If you're not able to take them 15 to 20 minutes before your meal, take them with your meal. Um, they'll still work. They're just not quite as um, effective and as efficient as they would be if you were able to take them ahead of time. Making sure to get one really good, clean, lean meal a day, two shakes, uh, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at at least three of those six meals. Um, the protein actually helps fuel the muscles and helps to burn the fat so, and helps you to hang on to that muscle mass, which is really important because muscles burn fat. One of those sad but true um, facts it's just out there. Drinking plenty of water to stay hydrated. 
You should be drinking a minimum of about one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh. So if you weigh 100 pounds, you should be drinking 50 ounces of water. But if you're someplace where it's really humid or you're exercising heavily, you'll need to increase that significantly to offset the loss of body moisture. Heavy exercise will actually lose up to a quart of um, body moisture in the hour. So that's the reason why they recommend every 15 minutes that you stop and drink a glass of water. It's, it really is critical that you keep that um, your fluids up. Seven to nine hours of good quality sleep at night. That actually, your body does a series of system resets, clears out toxins, helps stores memories, helps get you in a good frame of mind for the next day to make good decisions. And planning out your meals a day or two ahead of time is always a good thing because then you can go, oh, I plan. This is when I'm going to do my exercise and what I'm going to do for my exercise and this is what I'm going to eat. You make better decisions when you're well-rested. 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise at least five days a week. Um, should be getting a minimum of 150 minutes weekly. Um, that is a good baseline. So that should give you, an, you know, if you skip a couple of days, but then you make up for it because let's say you do an hour and a half walk, well, then that actually will kind of offset those two days that you took off. But mixing it up between aerobic and strength-bearing because we all like to stay well-rounded and flexible, and it's a good thing. Let's see. I think I have talked about everything we were supposed to talk about, about the actual TR9. Oh, seven-plus servings of fruits and vegetables. Those fruits and vegetables, they give you my micronutrients, macronutrients, and they give you fiber. And guys, you should be getting about 45 grams of fiber. Us ladies should be getting at least 32 grams of fiber daily. That keeps things moving through your system at a good pace and um, doesn't let anything sit around and cause trouble. With that being said, I'm always looking for additional information to share with you that helps support our TR90 lifestyle. And the information I'm sharing with you today is coming out of a book that's called Superfoods Health Style, Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Life for the Rest of Your Life. It was written by Stephen G. Pratt, MD, and Kathy Matthews. And last Thursday, I started sharing with you about wild salmon and why it was a good thing to be including into that Tier 90 lifestyle. And... One of, the th one of the little side notes here, I'll just start with that one and then we'll jump right into it. A big thank you to Crown Prince Fancy Alaskan Pink Salmon for selling low-sodium canned Alaskan salmon with only 50 milligrams of sodium per serving and 1.5 grams of omega-3s per serving. And it says in order to find that, if you go to Crown Prince, C-R-O-W-N-P-R-I-N-C-E dot com, and Vital, V-I-T-A-L, Choice, C-H-O-I-C-E, for selling no-salt-added wild red Pacific sockeye salmon, again, only 50 milligrams per sodium. So there's two places you can go to, and Vital Choice is at vitalchoice.com. 
So that's V-I-T-A-L-C-H-O-I-C-E dot com. So though there are more and more people that are aware of the benefits of eating salmon and its sidekicks, and those sidekicks, I'm going to remind you what those are here real quick. Those sidekicks are the Alaskan halibut, canned albacore tuna, sardines, herring, trout, sea bass, oysters, and clams. There's much confusion about safety of, on the safety of seafood. The scares of mercury in fish and the environmental dangers of farm fish have made consumers skittish about eating fish. There are two issues to consider, the environmental issue of how the fish are caught, raised, and the health excuse me, issue of the contaminants and nutrients that are in various types of fish. One of the big environmental issues has to do with the farmed fish. Farmed fish have to come to have come to dominate many sectors of the seafood market. You've no doubt noticed a wide variation in the price of salmon from very inexpensive farmed salmon to the very expensive fresh wild Alaskan salmon. Many environmental groups are opposed to farm-raised salmon. There is some controversy about the omega-3 content of the salmon as they're not always fed the marine diet that produces the high amounts of omega-3 fatty acids. In my opinion, the best salmon is specific wild Alaskan salmon, whether it's fresh, frozen, or canned. The Marine Stewardship Council certifies Alaskan salmon as the best environmental choice. Other heart-healthy, environmentally safe seafood choices include the following. Arctic char, catfish, the U.S. farmed, clams that are farmed, crab, dungeness, crab to be um, specific, crayfish, halibut, he suggests the Alaskan halibut on that one, mahi-mahi, mussels that are farmed, sablefish, sardines, scallops that are farmed, striped bass, tilapia that's farmed, and herring. So for up-to-minute information on choosing seafood, check the following websites. You can go to audubon.org, and that's A-U-D-U-B-O-N dot O-R-G, environmentaldefense.org, and E-N-V-I-R-O-N-M-E-N-T-A-L-D-E-F-E-N-S-E dot O-R-G. And the last one is... Uh, I'm sure it probably has to do with the Monterey Bay, but it's M-B-A-Y-A-G dot O-R-G. So canned wild Alaskan salmon is an excellent choice. Canned sockeye salmon has 203 milligrams of calcium, 17% of your daily requirement if it's canned with the bones. This is over and above the good omega-3s. Canned tuna minus the calcium boost is another excellent and very popular choice. You can make delicious burgers from canned tuna or salmon. Canned sardines are another great choice of omega-3s. Like some canned salmon, they also offer the calcium benefit from the hidden soft bones. 
sardines packed in olive oil taste best, that the ones packed in tomato sauce are excellent and are also offer the benefit of the lycopene of the tomato. So what about a supplement? I have patients who won't or can't eat fish. While I'm always an advocate for whole foods as a source of nutrients, I do believe that getting adequate omega-3s is important enough to argue for taking a supplement if you can't get them any other way. If you must rely on a supplement, take at least a gram of EPA slash DHA per day with food. I take a supplement if I'm not having appreciable dietary omega-3s on any given day. In those instances, I take 500 milligrams of EPA DHA with two of his meals. Look for fish oil that lists a small amount of D-alpha-tocrophal, or vitamin E, or other antioxidant on the label. This helps to keep the fish oil fresh. Be sure to store fish oil in the fridge as it can deteriorate quickly. My favorite fish oil supplement is the Wild Alaskan Sockeye Salmon Oil from VitalChoice.com, which contains all 32 fatty acids as they are found in this fish, which is preserved with the astaxanthin found in salmon flesh. If you were a fishy taste when first trying fish oil supplements, persevere. Take the soft gel capsules with a meal, and in almost all cases, the fishy burps will stop within a week. Another good one is our marine omega um, oil, fish oil, and if you get the Life Pack Nano, then it actually has the fish oil in the capsules already, so keep that in mind as well. Canned tuna is a convenient way to get omega-3s into your diet. Here's what you need to know about eating canned tuna. Always buy water-packed, low-sodium albacore, higher in the omega-3s, or light chunk tuna. Adults shouldn't eat more than one can of tuna weekly. So salmon in the kitchen? Well, many people initially think that having a few fish meals a week can be a real challenge. Yes, it's true that finding good fresh fish is not always easy, but you can rely on canned fish or even frozen fish to get the powerful health benefits of omega-3s. Salmon or tuna burgers are a great way to boost your family's omega-3 intake. They're easy to make, quick, cook quickly, and can be made spicy or mild to suit your family's taste. Put grilled fresh salmon or tuna on a bed of greens, with cut-up vegetables, dress with salad lightly, and you have a heart-healthy, warm-weather meal. You'll find the best local seafood by befriending your local fishmonger. Don't be shy about asking about the freshness of a fish, and don't hesitate to give it the sniff test. If it doesn't smell like the sea, don't buy it. A fishy smell is really the sign of seafood that is past its prime. You don't think you can get your family to eat fish two to three times a week? Don't give up. A study involving more than 20,000 male physicians in the U.S. showed that as little as one serving of fish a week resulted in significantly reduced risk of total cardiovascular death after 11 years. Some is better than none. 
And I think that that is actually, ooh, I think that's where I'm going to have to stop for today. Tomorrow I'm going to pick up with the power of potassium um, because that is the next part of why we want to get some of that good salmon into our diet. With that, I'm going to take us off of mute at the top of the hour. If you scoot over to Facebook, One Team Global Live, one of our business partners will be sharing information on how to build a new skin business. With that, I'm going to take us off mute so that you can, if you have any questions or comments, I gladly welcome them. This is Susan Mann for August 1st, hard to believe it's the 1st of August, friends, 2022, signing out. So there we have it, why we should be including salmon into our diet. Yay. (laughs) Thank you, Susan. That was great. Yeah, very interesting. So I'm doing it one day a week. (laughs) I guess that's a good one. We have it, but you might, well, but it, you know, the other thing, too, is if you ever have leftovers, you can always sprinkle those leftovers onto a salad, so then, you, then you're getting it twice a week. So, you know, there's, there's that thought as well. And it doesn't yeah. have to just be salmon. It could be tuna. It could be any of the other seafoods that were listed. So oysters and clams. <laughs> I'm not crazy about oysters and clams. I, I, uh, but I do love the salmon. Salmon is great. My daughter makes it on the grill, and it's fabulous. Oh yes, there's there's several ways to do it on the grill. That's really great. Okay, well, with that gonna, being said, I. I'm going to scoot. Uh, the chickens are happy. I'm going to turn off the water in the garden so that I do not overwater it today. Do <laughs> um, you overwater? Oh, no, I try not to. I, I have a set amount of time that I usually uh, keep in mind for when I'm watering. And I've about reached the end of my time for today, so that's a good thing. <laughs> but the chickens are definitely loving the zucchini, so that's a good thing. (laughs) That's good. That's good. Well, (laughs) that's what I've been been tempting them with to get them where they're supposed to be, (laughs) and it's working, so it's a good thing. (laughs) Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow. All right. You too. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye.